0: Hello, lovers. Welcome to Repeater, a cute little show about big, sexy songs. Today, we're talking about love songs. That's right. It's our Valentine's Day edition of the show, and we're talking to five different comedians about songs that
1: relate to their romantic lives. This episode features the seductive voices of Truman Alston, Caitlin Brodnick, Christina Cola, Juan Nicolón, and Branson Reese, plus the number one pop punk and emo band from the suburbs of New York, My Dark Little Corner. They stop by to show us how much being in love can hurt if you're a teenager.
0: As always, we are your hosts, Evan and Pat, and we love each other.
1: It's true. And we also love you. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to and review this little show of ours. That would be very romantic of you. Thanks for
0: letting us nibble on your earlobes. This is Repeater. Thank you guys so much for coming. If you've never been to Repeater before, this is a podcast that we tape live here at QED. And um, we like to talk to people about songs that mean a lot to them. And usually we talk to one person about one song that means a lot to them. But uh, tonight, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, we decided that we would talk to a bunch of people that we know and love about uh, a bunch of different songs.
1: We're going to speed date them.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So we asked everyone to either... They're either going to pick a love song or a non-love song that relates somehow to the romantic life. So we're going to kind of get to know people through uh, through that convention. And I think it's going to be a good time. Um, but we wanted to get started. Usually we get started with the show by either like maybe giving you guys an example of a song that means a lot to us or by talking about new music we've been listening to, Um But we're going to do just a tiny bit different tonight, I think. Uh, Let's do new music first. Sure. Great. Uh, So, Pat, what have you been listening to?
1: I've been listening to a band called Priests. Uh, Don't remember what the album is called, but (laughs) it's a pink album cover. Uh, It's (laughs) delightful. It's like fun, kind of like British post-punk or whatever. I don't know. It's like, it's got a lot on it. It's good. I like it a lot. Love it. Um, I have been
0: listening to Rihanna, Rihanna's anti a lot, which I, I know came out a little while ago now. Um, yeah. One of those albums that I think the internet kept telling me was like an underrated, maybe one of the best albums of the year type of thing. And now I agree with the internet (laughs) (coughs) because I, I have never been a Rihanna fan before my life. Uh, other than like, you know, the hits. Um, <laughs> whatever's on at the bar whatever's on at the club um, and like always like some of her songs for their you know catchiness and stuff but yeah this last album I do think is like great I think it's got kind of a good variety on it and man she knows how to pump you up and like give you confidence she's great so that's what I've been listening to sounds wonderful yeah so now uh, let's kick off by uh talking about some love songs ourselves pat sure uh did you come up with a song to talk about
1: it did uh, i realized that the only love songs that really stand out to me are the sad ones uh which sounds really depressing but the more i've thought about it it's kind of like uh because the happy ones especially when you're in love like they feel more just like everything every song turns into a love song mm. to be poetic um but a love song that's been standing out to me recently is a mountain goat song surprise <laughs> uh called, that i find i i had known the song for a while, but I only just learned that the title of the song is uh International Small Arms Traffic Blues
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and because the lyric that was sticking out to me was uh, our love is like the border between Greece and Albania. <laughs> <laughs> or our love is like a powder keg. And uh, I don't remember this lyric as clearly, but. An empty so oh. Of oh. Holler bartender with a
0: win. Wow. Nailed it. You guys got to cool. talk after this. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, that's such a, like a funny name for a song. Yeah. And like, uh, uh, I guess metaphor to draw.
1: Yeah, it's like very contentious, but like a powder keg that might explode kind of makes sense. Yeah. I guess. That's love. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, my choice is a song that I've actually given many times on the show as an example of like a song that's important to me, uh, but I've never explained it really. Uh, so the song is Eric Clapton's Wonderful Tonight. Uh, a real like lame Clapton era tune um, <laughs> <laughs> like some of his worst work, but i do I do love that song, I do love that song unapologetically, and it makes me think of my seventh grade, I believe into eighth grade girlfriend uh Brittany um, when you 're in middle school and you date for over a year, like I think on and off we did it for like a year and a half, two years, something like that um <laughs> Yeah, she's like, she was good. She was great. Um, <laughs> uh, but so that song reminds me for not only because like in my, I don't think I ever discussed this with her. Like it was, <laughs> but it was like our song in my my mind, um, unbeknownst to her. But the the real <laughs> thing that the real thing that song is the, re- the reason that song is really seared into my memory is that. Um, in that era, that's when you would make like, I would make mix tapes off of CDs, right? And so you, I had like a combo CD tape deck and I would play a song and hit record on the tape deck and that's how you'd make mixes. But with Wonderful Tonight, this was, this was my brother's uh, tape deck and CD combo player and he was away at college. And so this, we also shared a room. So this was like kind of in one of the only times of my entire adolescence or childhood where I had a room of my own um, and had sweet technology. And so <laughs> what I did was, what I literally did was tape that song over and over and over again onto one side of a tape so that it was just Wonderful Tonight on repeat. And well, that's a bad mix tape. Yeah. <laughs> and when Brittany and I like started going out, I um I would just put that on and fall asleep to listening to Wonderful Tonight
3: <laughs> over and over and
0: over again. <laughs> For anybody at home, a lot of people in the audience said, that's so cute. Mm. No, it's... Yeah, but that's like, that's why that song is uh, forever in my brain is because I used to just fall asleep to it. Was there anything on the other side of that tape? It was either Wonderful Tonight on both sides or... <laughs> Or it was like a one sided tape that was like blank on the other side. Hmm. I don't recall. Does that even qualify as a mixtape? It was not a mixtape. That's just, I was oh, just a tape. I was just telling you guys how to record stuff on a, okay. on a cassette. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, guys, that's it for us. Now you know us far more romantically. Uh, let's bring up our first guest of the night. Uh, she has been a guest on the show before, and she is so incredibly wonderful. Caitlin Brodnick. <laughs> Hello.
1: Hello. Welcome back. Thank, you. Thank yeah.
3: you. I really love this show. <laughs> I just really love it. Yay. It's a good show. You guys are good. Thanks. Yeah.
0: We're so excited to have you. Thank you. So what song from your romantic life do you want to talk about?
3: My romantic life. Um, I've only had sex with two and a half people. So... Cool. Um, Sorry for that. So, half. Guy. no, I mean, yeah, it was like it was like a, yeah, it was half yeah. a half sex. Um, not a half person, a half right. sex. <laughs> um, but so I don't. I have a lot, but it's packed into one person mm-hmm. because we've been together for like ten years, and it's uh, before when I was on the show, I said Amory's one thing because mm-hmm. that's like mm-hmm. my anthem, but then I realized I walked down the aisle to this one song when I got married, and I was like, very. It was. Ve- it is very important to us. It's Joanna Newsom's um, Good Intention Paving Company. Mm-hmm. Does anybody know it? Yeah. yeah. I know, right? Because I saw you at the concert. <laughs> 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 um, we've gone to how many concerts? My husband's here, so I'm making him be a part of this. Like four, three? Three. We're like so fucking into her. Yeah. And the song like opens up. It's a very long song and it has like all these different like melodic. It, it all works, but it's it's just she takes you on a journey. And so like for when I walked down the aisle, everyone, I was like, I'm going to start this song. And like, we had to explain it to the DJ. It was all this preparation. (laughs) And I was standing outside with my parents. I was like, we're not going in yet. I know the part I'm going in on. And then like when we opened it and it, the song means a lot to my husband, Alan, and he is just sobbing, like uncontrollably sobbing. And it, I loved it. I was like, yes, I just wanted him to be like weeping. And that's exactly what happened. And that's what you want as a bride. Like you care about like your hair, your dress, but like you really want your groom to be like a goddamn mess. Yeah, And like symbol, like showing everyone how blessed he is to be marrying you and how lucky he is. <laughs> because you, there is that fear that if he's like, this was a bad decision. <laughs> Cause yeah, that's a lot. That's very popular these days. Uh, fear? Yeah, no fear, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fear, you know, all those other, all those things. Yeah. Um. so you're like, well, what if like, uh, what if he just like upped it and ran away? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But he did it. That's so he nice. He was like a Good sobbing job. being. And Aww. it was our favorite song and it was so perfect. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: How and, did that, did that song enter your relationship because you guys are just so, both big fans?
3: Okay. Well, there's always a little bit of jealousy with me. (laughs) So, um, he really loved, (laughs) (laughs) he really loved this song and it was this really hot, beautiful singer. And he said that like, one of his friends introduced it to him, and because uh, he's friends with lots of girls, mm-hmm. so it was when we were first dating. And one of his girls that was friends introduced it, and another girl that was friends said that like she tried to listen to it, but it sounds like screaming, and like she really hated it. And I was like, I'm gonna be the girl who gets it. Like I was just like, <laughs> fuck everyone. And I was like, and and I so I only googled pictures of her, and I was like, she's hot, but like I'm physically with him, so I'm gonna be hotter. Um, and and so I started <laughs> listening to it, and then it it didn't really matter what he thought because I like loved her. Too. And I was like, oh my God, this is so convenient. <laughs> I actually love her. And yeah. she's so... Like, when you first hear her, it's kind of bizarre because nothing else sounds like that. She's the wife of Andy Samberg. That's how everybody knows her. Um, and she looks like a woodland nymph mm-hmm. uh, fashion icon. It's very confusing, but she's so cool. And, like, she's not really of this earth. Um, right. She's and like, like a, yeah, a nymph. Yeah, like elf, a nymph. Like a nymph, but, like, but cool. Like a cool <laughs> nymph. Not like a, not like a nerd middle school nymph. No. Not, not that anybody, not, I'm not saying it that, but like. You're yeah. not necessarily
0: a nerd if you were a nymph in middle school. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's
3: your thing. But I'm saying she's Clearly not that. Right. Um, not like a Lord of the Rings nymph. No. No, like a badass. So, <laughs> so I started. There were some
0: badass ones in Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, I didn't.
3: I fell asleep.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh...
3: No, the, my first boyfriend, the one that I other had sex with, um, he made me watch four in a row.
2: That's, That's a, a bad, bad dude. idea.
3: Bad. Bad. Well, he also might have been gay. Sure. So I think it was like things we did to pass the time. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of time.
3: It's a lot of time. It's a lot of time.
0: Um, but she she won you over.
3: She's so important to us. And, like, we tried to explain it to, like, my parents. And I don't think they really got it. And we were like, you aren't allowed to comment. Like, you aren't even allowed to tell us you might not like it. Like, this is our girl. Like, we take her so seriously yeah. that... Um, I know my mom was scared to say anything. <laughs> she was like, I don't know if it's really for me. And I was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She's like, she's what we are. Like it is us. Like we're with Joanna.
1: Yeah. So, was it, was it one of those things where it was first listen, you got it? Or was it like first a couple listen, of listens? I was
3: like, I've got to get this because I sure. have to beat out all of his other friends. Yeah. Because like when, when a guy you're dating has lots of girls that are his friends, you're like always constantly afraid. Like maybe he secretly wants them. So, or like wants to date them, or like what if something happens and it was like this long lost friendship. So I was like, I've got to love her harder than anybody he knows. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, like you do, like a competitive woman does. Um, and but then it turns, but so the first time I listened to it, it was just like filled with uh, worry, and then the, the, and then the next time I was like, oh, I love this. <laughs> but the first time I was pretty nervous.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I because I do feel like she like she's an artist that people. Me like it does take them a few listens to get into. Yeah. I think so. And um,
3: but her, I love are, that you
0: did it. Yeah,
3: her words are insane. Like she uses these. She has a song about New York City and like gives a history lesson about all the people who lived and died and fought and who are buried under the streets we walk on. Wow. And you're just like, what? Like no one else cares. Like yeah. no one does. <laughs> and like I, have, I can't even pronounce it. It's is it Spanacopidon? <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Sapoconicon. See, I don't even, I don't even know what that means. But like, it's, it's <laughs> so Wait. No, tell us. Tell us, husband. Ah. Say it again. Ah, uh, I call it Spanacopicon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, close enough. Yeah, yes, you know. But, but I do love her, but I just don't understand her words.
1: Right.
0: Because <laughs> I'm someone that, I've only listened to her like in passing. So, you know, a handful of times oh. type of thing. Like yeah. each album, maybe once. Like, yeah. Um, And I don't think I ever have like really understood lyrically what she's about. No. Because I don't pay enough attention
3: no and and the average the average first read listen you don't really but there are all these all these kids on like genius.com or whatever the website is where they go over everything and you know that they've spent their whole life like outwitting each other right so <laughs> they have an amazing explanation so we google that mm-hmm. that's what we do um and then but sometimes if i'm listening to like an amory song and then she comes on she's like hey b i'm like i can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and i have to like quickly go she her songs are crazy
0: yeah yeah Uh, One last question. Yeah. Out of all the tunes, why, how did that one end up being like the wedding song?
3: I think because Alan came home was like, this reminds me of you. First I was like, yes, (laughs) I beat everyone. Um, (laughs) And then I think it was, it's because the, so he had a rough childhood and I had a childhood where all I was doing was being obsessed with, weddings. I'm still am. I love weddings. I love getting married. And so I met him and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to get married and have all your babies and like, just like I love you and I'll be together. And he was really overwhelmed, obviously. Um, <laughs> so it like, it's about sort of this idea that like the road is rough, but it's worth it at the end. And he was saying that to me and I was like, "Thank God, <laughs> thank God it's worth it because it's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm really happy that he wanted to marry me.
0: Yeah. yeah, I love that. That's
3: cool.
0: Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you. Everybody, give it up. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, welcome to please welcome to the stage uh, our next guest, Trumaine Alston. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, hello. Hey. hey, hello. What is going on, buddy? You
3: know, doing your show. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> it's good. Good. Um. What song do you want
4: to talk about? Okay. Uh, I had a hard time deciding between songs, but uh, I eventually settled on Benny King's Stand By Me. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. That's great. Yes. uh, so, So I think that was the first song that I like. The first like love song that I knew all the words to that wasn't like a Christian love song and about the love of Jesus Christ. <laughs> right?
0: were, those, were those prevalent in
4: your, your house oh, growing Oh, for up? sure. For sure. Okay. Uh, even now, my mom only listens to like Christian music, but my dad listens to, he always listened to uh, either 1010 Wins or CD 101.9 okay. on the way to school. So that was like the short period of time that we would hear something else. Right. It was like a 15 minute drive to school uh 10 minutes of that would be 10 10 wins all news all the time <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then it was 5 minutes of smooth jazz or whatever it was playing on the okay. <laughs> uh but most of most of that uh smooth jazz was like uh either just like instrumental saxophone music or yeah. benny king and i also learned about benny king through like uh uh like a disney sing along song
2: oh yeah
4: right so, like I had that like visual companion, I thought it was the music video for the longest <laughs> <time>. <laughs> uh, very cool music video very cool music video, very cool music video, marred by violence. <laughs> just so much violence in that video Ooh. Uh yeah so so uh with that song, i mean the whole the whole uh v h s tape, I would like watch it over and over again mm-hmm. on repeat, it was like uh. Oliver, or what's that? Oliver and Company? Olive, yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. It was like the Billy Joel song, Streets of Gold. I okay, watch that uh-huh. all the time. Hercules mm-hmm. was on there. And then there was a Lion King, just Timon and Pumbaa, uh, <laughs> singing Stand By Me. And huh. every time Timon said Stand By Me, something atrocious would happen to him. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> he, be like,
0: he like, gets beaten up throughout. Like, like, beaten his, up. Like,
4: He's like stung by bees, shocked character. by lightning. Dragged oh, I through think like, I did a have this patch VHS. of cacti uh, And I think it ruined the song for me. <laughs> <laughs> it, yep, that would. Where it's like, this is a love song and love doesn't last. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In fact, it hurts you very it directly. Hurts, it hurts a lot. The love
4: of Christ. Over is and over. <laughs> love that doesn't hurt you. Oh, so your mom's oh, ulterior motive yeah, for letting that video exist was it's, only the love of Christ can be counted on. <laughs> Don't hurt you in the end.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. What yeah. a uh, shocking lesson to learn. Yeah. As a young boy. I guess
4: just pieces coming together, you know? Right. That's the story I've decided to tell myself as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: has that song stuck with you at all in adulthood? Like, is that still kind of like a favorite?
4: Yeah, it's still a favorite. I mean, I, I think that's the first love song that I like knew all the words to. Yeah. Because it's a sing along too. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it, I don't know. It's just a classic song, through and through. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, great karaoke song. <laughs> you know, yeah. Great karaoke. What song. um, what
0: uh, you're, you said so your mom was into obviously religious music. Yeah, but like, uh, what kind of religious music?
4: Uh, so it'd be like Kirk Franklin, Yolanda Adams, just like
0: uh, is that like spiritual? Is that what it'd be considered?
4: Not exactly spiritual. I mean, uh I feel like some gospel music does like takes on modern stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh where it's 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 not like uh uh the the choral kind of wondering how to describe it exactly. It's just Baptist church music. <laughs> <laughs> I feel <laughs> yeah I don't know a ton of other gospel music to compare yeah, right. it to. Yeah. Now,
0: are any of those songs like kind of, uh, jams to you?
4: Oh, uh, not necessarily like in the club, but <laughs> no, no. The songs sure. that you're like, I love that for song. Sure. There's a song, there's a song, uh, by Yolanda Adams. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like, uh, it's a dance song for sure. Oh, nice. uh-huh. It's a, it's a, it's a banger. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. it's a JC approved banger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's, uh, the the hook or the chorus is like take shackles off my feet so I can dance and that's great I just want to praise him I just want to praise him and it's like this is a good song I don't (laughs) I don't believe what you're saying but like I I get down with it you know yeah
0: Yeah, I mean, if everyone had to um, like morally align with their dance songs, right. nobody would be out
4: on the floor. No, not at all. I cannot keep up with the weekend <laughs> at all. That's, that's not my life. I can't do. It.
0: But yeah, throw in some Yolanda, and yeah, you'll be out on the yeah, floor. I'm
4: okay. Yeah. Oh Just man. Give me a small cup of wine, a little bread. <laughs> You throw in the most weak
0: ass party. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> Yo, dude, that's the body of Christ, that's the, that's the blood of Christ. This is gonna get lit. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't account for what is gonna happen. Right, right, right. There's gonna be some transmutant on the dance floor.
0: <laughs> uh did your dad have any like tunes that he would slide into your
2: atmosphere?
4: Uh yeah. I mean he was always in it. He never he never actually like slid tunes into my atmosphere. Okay. It was always like stuff that he would play. I would ask him what it is. He's like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just on, you know, There's yeah. stuff that he liked for sure. Uh, he's a huge fan of like, uh, George Benson, mm-hmm. uh, Otis Redding, uh, kind of all those old school soul, soul dudes, Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, uh, liked it, but never talked about it in a way that was like, you should listen to this. Right. Yeah. Right. That was just like what he had on, what he had on. Yeah. Uh, and I was also like cautious to play anything inside of the house. Sure, like with my my mom doesn't listen to any like pop music. None of it. It's all gospel right. music. Yeah, she caught him watching the Beyonce video once and was very <sighs> upset. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, uh, she like stormed upstairs. She's like, what are you watching? Like it was porn. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the most popular recording of summer time.
4: Yeah, it's. Uh. A- <laughs> digital drop you know (laughs) (laughs) surprise digital drop I didn't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) came out of nowhere
4: yeah just on my screen just came on the TV Uh,
0: I love that well Tremaine thanks so much for sharing everybody give it up Uh, thank you Tremaine let's give it up let's keep it going for our next guest Branson Reese Yes. Yes. Right. yes. 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 Yes.
2: Yes. Hello, Branson, Hi. son
0: of Bran. What's up? Oh, nothing. Uh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks
5: for having me. What song do you want to talk about? Okay, so I had the the hardest time picking songs. I just like I don't have like I don't have like, don't have, like a favorite song. I can't like sustain sure. that for more than like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an exhausting thing to think about. Yeah, And it's pointless too. There's no like reward for you if you have a favorite song. You pick the number one. (laughs) Yeah. All you're just like limiting yourself. Yeah. Anyway, but I was like, I was struggling to think of songs and I was thinking of like relationships I've been in and like Mm -hmm. what was our song. And in, but like, I've only in all the relationships I've been in, only two of them did we have like a song because we were young enough that we like chose a song to have. And (laughs) both of those, I was like thinking, I was like, "Ah, that's not. I don't give like one of them was this like power metal band Sonata Arctica. It was like a oh, song yeah. of the, that was like our song, <laughs> and like no, I'm fucking, I'm not talking about that. No, <laughs> absolutely not. But um, so I was on the train here, and on sh- the song came up on shuffle. I was like, this, this is the one. This is it. Mm. But it's not like, well, I'll say it's uh, I try by Macy Gray. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. song that for me it like came on. I was like, oh, th- great pressures off. I don't have to think about a song anymore.
0: <laughs> Divine Intervention from Macy Gray. Yeah, I love she it.
5: just like stormed into my life and yeah, she's great. But the I think the reason for that is that song. It, okay, so this just like the backstory is like my family we moved around a lot when I was yeah. a kid, but from 3rd through 6th grade we were in the same place and I was in the same class of people that entire so like that class, just like 3rd, 4th, we got like two extra kids and that was it. Uh, so I was like really close with that group of kids. And there was one person in that class who like had a huge crush on. And in sixth grade, like it, I found out we were moving in a bit. It like came to a head that was like, Oh, she has a crush on me too. But it's six. Gr- what are we going to do? Like yeah. nothing <laughs> happened. We just like acknowledged it and was like, this is great. And then no- there was nothing else. Yeah. Um, but dude, when I was in sixth grade, that was when that song came out. And that was, like, that was one of my first, like, moments in my life of, ha- of like, developing taste. In it. And this was, like, very primordial taste. It was right, still yeah. at the point where it's just, like, <clears throat> it's either, if it's on the radio, I'm either very excited or, like, extremely excited for it. Like, <laughs> I just, like, I love yeah. to listen to the radio. <laughs> but that was the first time I was, like, oh, how do I, like, how do I get this song at like away from the radio so i can like listen to it whenever i want that was like when i first started having that yeah, conversation yeah. with myself um but it also it became this like whole other thing for me because we moved in the end of sixth grade and it was like i wasn't expecting was like hit me really hard like, oh no it was i mean i don't want to like over dramatize it or like be melodramatic but like this is how i did feel in sixth grade yeah like, oh no it's like it's like dying but I'm the one dying. And instead of just it being over, I have to continue <laughs> being alive someplace else. Like it was awful. Ugh. It was like so I was being such a baby about it, but I was like, yeah. it felt very traumatic at the time. But that song, like it, you know, it like had a big peak on mm-hmm. the radio in like November, December, and it was like a huge deal. And then we had moved and we were in Alab- We moved to Alabama. We were in Alabama in the middle of nowhere. I didn't know anyone. And that song came back on the radio while I was, this is insane, but I remember this. I I was, while I was having a conversation with my mom about how the school year, like the, when my old school got out for summer break and my new school got out for summer break, we like realized that I got an extra two weeks of summer break that year Mm -hmm. because of it. And the, like, this was the moment I was like, all right, I'm going to be okay. I get two extra weeks. Of <laughs> and that song came on the radio. And I was like, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> and that's why I chose that song. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great memory. Yeah.
0: Yeah. that Yeah. I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Uh, your relationship in sixth grade was just acknowledging that it could exist.
5: Yeah. There was nothing more. I mean, it's not you're in sixth grade. You don't like, you can't fuck. Like right. it's not. No, I mean,
0: like, as some it's like as someone who was in but also witnessed a lot of like middle school relationships. Yeah. The majority of them were like just an agreement that you were together. And that just meant you like said hi to each other more
5: often. Yeah, it was because I had a few <laughs> things like together. In seventh grade where it was just like, ah, oh, we're dating, it seems. Like that <laughs> there's like nothing else to it than that. It was almost like a <clears throat> Yes. I mean, whenever I imagine like celebrities like, in strategic relationships that always feel Mm, like old, like, medieval marriages that's, like, just for some sort of alliance. Like, yeah. when I think of what those must be, like, I always think of, like, a relationship in seventh grade where it's, Mm. like, yeah, why, sure, why not? This will, this is what we'll do for the time being. Yeah. Except you're, like, an adult, and it's, I guess there is, like, a weird element to it there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, that was the, but that, yeah, that's, but it was, like, I mean, again i was like i was in sixth grade like who who cares but it did right. feel at the time very powerful it was like whoa this is this is my life now and i've had other relationships in my life where it's like if i'm like measuring like the quality of every relationship i've had like that one's pretty good that one's like, <laughs> that's pretty we were like good to each other the entire time like that's that's better than anything i did in high school or college like <laughs>
0: yeah man uh so, and then have you had an easier or like a easier mechanism for getting over something than two weeks of extra vacation? Cause uh, that feels like the best way to get over a relationship.
5: I don't, yeah, I think it was uh, the like dark answer to that is like, I just stopped connecting as deeply with, people. <laughs> Like, but, I mean, now I do it, but right. like for a while in middle yeah. school and high school, it was like, we just might move again and yeah. keep everyone at arm's length. And then we did move again and it was like, fine. I didn't, I didn't really meet you. So this is cool. Yeah. That's I'm realizing what a bummer that answer no, is. No, I love yeah. it because uh
0: that's a beautiful note to end on because they just barely got to know you. Yeah. Branson, thank yeah. you so it's much. Shit. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Branson Reese, everybody. And now let's welcome to this stage the one and only Christina Cola. Woo! Hello. Hello. What's up, Cola?
6: Nothing. How are you guys? Doing great. Great. Same answer. Uh, I just want to let you both know that I legit changed my song like two seconds before Sick. I got to Um, So I picked uh, Ex-Girlfriend by No Doubt.
0: Oh, yeah. Nice. Because yeah.
6: uh, I you I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, this is something that like defines my dating life. It's not that as sad as it sounds. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was more like, uh, so... When I was like 12 or 13, I, up until that point, I had like only listened to like very poppy, like, you know, Backstreet Boys, Aaron Carter and all Mm -hmm. that other stuff. And then I remember one day just being like, I want something different. So like, I just kind of like went through my, uh, my dad's like CD collection. And the first, uh, thing on the top, the first CD that was on like a stack Mm -hmm. was No Doubt's Return of Saturn. Yep. And I saw Gwen Stefani on the cover with pink hair. And I was nice. like, this, whatever this is, I'm going to just throw it on and listen to it. And uh, Ex-Girlfriend is the first uh, track on that. And uh, it. I, I wouldn't realize this till later, but it kind of like it did define like most of my dating life because, uh, well, I realized I was gay when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. But- Upon realizing this, I was like, damn, I got to get a boyfriend before someone else (laughs) figures this out. (laughs) So, (laughs) so around, I think I was like 15 or 16, like I I was talking to my friend, Sam. I was like, hey, you know any guys that are like single? And she like uh, hooked me up with her friend and like we dated for like eight months and like, you know, we wouldn't have like sex or anything. It's just like Mm -hmm. the way I set it up in my mind was like, oh, I'll just. I'll have sex with him after a year and then we'd break up like before that would ever happen Uh, but I would keep doing like I would never like give any breathing room in between my relationships Mm -hmm. like as soon as I like got out of one relationship with a guy and be like I gotta get another boyfriend before someone figures out something's going on here (laughs) Uh, so ex-girlfriend is actually like I I went through like so many relationships and they were like such little like be like four month or five month Mm -hmm. like just like back to back, even into like the beginning of college. And like, uh, the first line in that song is I kind of always, Oh, I I kind of always knew I'd end up your ex-girlfriend. So Ah. that's, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The serial ex-girlfriend, the serial
6: ex-girlfriend. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's also, that's gotta be partially like, I would guess a musical pivot for you too.
6: Oh yeah, totally. That was like, and like that track is like very, it's, it's pretty heavy for like No Doubt too. Yeah. Like that whole album is kind of like uh, what they call their like punk album because uh, mm-hmm. it sounds a lot different than I guess like Tragic Kingdom and then definitely different than Rocksteady, which I think came out right. like a couple of years yeah. after that. Um, but yeah, it definitely, then it started getting me into like the harder st- stuff. That's a weird thing. To say about, <laughs> no, doubt.
0: no, but you're it's like, uh, um, everyone's got to have a gateway drug. Yeah, exactly. But, like you're into all kinds of punk music and stuff nowadays, yeah, right? yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah. Um, it kind of like I guess it was like it was like the beginning of the Stepping Stones. Because then after that, it went into like you know mostly like pop punk. But mm-hmm. then from there, like you know, it went from everywhere from like Blink One Eighty Two to like Rancid's like Outcome the Wolves right. and like yeah, so on and so forth from there. So yeah, yeah.
0: Man, so is that does that feel uh, does that song feel like anthemic now, or is it like more of like a is it? In- Power, and you know, you went through that phase, or is it kind of like, uh, like, man, whoa, I did some s- silly shit when I was younger?
6: Uh, probably the silly shit part because I did do <laughs> some silly shit. I feel like, uh, like, oh God, I'm just like, some of these dudes, they were like, I would say, like, I've only dated one dude that was like, wow, he's a really good guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, the rest of them were just like, like, I brought, I used to, oh man, I used to bring them home for holidays too. My mom yeah. would be like, I dated this one guy who would shave his entire body, like, all the time. He wasn't a swimmer or anything. He just <laughs> he just liked to do that. And, like, he came over for, like, Christmas one year, I think, and he was just bald. And, like, it's not, it's fine. but And it didn't suit him on top of that. So, like, it was just, my mom, like, pulled me aside in the kitchen. She's like, are you dating a skinhead? And I'm just like... <laughs> no i don't think so i'm not really sure he'll be gone in like two months if we're being realistic um so i don't know yeah i i like i still love that song though it's great it's now it's kind of funny like looking back at it and i'm just like it doesn't make me sad it like makes me like yeah 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 not happy i don't feel you know (laughs) that's a good song I'm not a bad person yeah Yeah. (laughs) you are not it's cool that
1: it was like just there you know at the top of the pile for you to just sort of stumble upon
6: yeah it's so weird so like okay, my dad has a great music collection uh, he loves uh, female fronted bands mm-hmm.
2: yeah
6: uh, so he had a bunch of no doubt and then of course this other thing that he immediately gave me after I he realized I like no doubt was Joan Jett uh, yeah, so nice. then that was like also huge for me because I love Joan Jett um, but uh, and then Joan Jett does that great cover of Crimson and Clover yeah uh, so that should have been telling too, probably at a younger age. But anyway, um, and then he tried to give me Rush, which I was not enjoying. Um, uh swinging to miss,
1: Dad. going to miss.
6: He he tried I don't know what made him leap from Joan Jet to Rush, but he was like, Let me let's just give this a try. And Maybe it, was it was like the a,
1: cool hair.
6: It was probably yeah, he probably was hoping for something from that, but it was just like the 12 minute drum song. Yeah. I, can't
1: I think he was just
0: hoping.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: he got you to like some of his stuff and so he went for the whole thing
6: yeah exactly oh man uh, yeah and then he went back to Ramones so that was yeah. I was like that's more that's better please take Russia away <laughs> from better.
0: me yeah well uh, thank you so much Christina yeah, for joining us give it up for Christina Cola <laughs> we are coming to the end of our speed dating guys uh, let's welcome our final guest to the stage Mr. Juan Nicolón yeah Yes.
7: Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hello.
0: Juan, thank you for nice being here. Well. We're doing well. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you very much. That's great. That's great. Uh, what song do you want to talk to us about?
7: Okay. You know me. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I like to showcase a rough exterior. Yep. You know? <laughs> like to give the allure of a tough, rugged man. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But inside, there is a special song.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: <laughs> yeah. Inside
0: of that, Tough Rugged Man is a special song.
7: There is. And that song is called uh, Another New World mm-hmm. uh, by the Punch Brothers.
0: Oh, it's yeah. not yes.
7: by the Punch Brothers, but they sing it.
0: They do it, Yep.
7: And the song is about uh, a man that loves his ship. Yeah. And- <laughs> And he sails the ship to Antarctica. Uh
2: huh.
7: He gets caught in a snow tor- storm, and uh, he has to burn the ship for warmth. And after that, he's very sad. <laughs> and that's a song. That's a song that moves me.
2: Yeah, yeah. That
7: moves me inside, and he lives inside. I know it's all rugged outside. I know. <laughs> inside, is that wonderful song? I mean, that song sounds like you,
0: right? Because I mean. <laughs> If That's somebody it? writes a, writes a song about a boat and about how they have to like sail it so far and then they have to burn that boat, that feels like they are presenting a rough exterior about an actual thing that it's a seems like a metaphor for something in their own life, right?
7: I don't see it. Okay, <laughs> 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 I'm wrong, no, dead wrong. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> um, wow.
0: <laughs> what if, I mean, what about that song speaks to you? You know, I mean, is it the storytelling of? Because that sounds like a story song.
7: It is right? a story song. Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, that, like chorus bullshit.
0: <laughs>
7: yeah, <laughs> get out this of here. Straight, straight to the, point. To the action, right. one point yeah. to the other, and
0: the action is sailing a boat That's to Antarctica you know a, and burning yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly.
7: I mean, uh, yeah, it follows the story of this man, mm-hmm. a sailor, he has this boat called the Annabelle Lee. Huh boats have names, names. of ladies <laughs>
0: this is another this isn't this, you're building the case for this being a metaphor i don't think i am
1: <laughs> boats have names
2: continue
7: <laughs> so this boat uh and this captain uh he's obsessed Mm-hmm. With uh, Christo, uh Cristobal Columbus' tale, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and uh, he decides that there is—he wants fame for himself—and he decides there is, uh, there is a, a new, uh, new world
2: mm-hmm.
7: up north, ah. right? So he he grabs everything, a crew, mm-hmm. his boys, <laughs> and with uh, all together they go on this trip, right. Then things get uh, complicated. Uh, it's cold up there. I mean, uh, there's like a, I would say, like a honeymoon period. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, where <clears throat> things are going great, right? Uh, and then, little by little, things start like to get complicated. Just to point out, the term honeymoon
0: phase is borrowed from the relationship part of a. It's called a
7: honeymoon. Yeah, that's yeah. after a marriage. That's what's called a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So things aren't going well. Things aren't going well, like a relationship, but
2: right. this but this is, not is a re- about a boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
7: Because a man and a boat can have a relationship. Of course not. The boat is not sentient. Right.
2: <laughs> so
7: <laughs> he is in this. It's in this snowstorm, and things get uh, all white, mm-hmm. and uh, as sometimes happens, mm-hmm. uh, the the water freezes over. Yes. And uh, the boat is stuck, mm-hmm. and they can't move. Can't go any further. Yeah. They can't go any further, or backwards. Back, yeah. uh, there's nowhere to go. Right. So... What happens? People start deserting him. Right. His crew and they leave these uh, these footprints all mm. across the white plains the white ocean. They leave. Supposedly they die. Probably. Probably. It's not resolved <clears throat> in the song. Right. Uh, <laughs>
0: it's about him and his boat.
7: It's mostly yeah. about yeah. so he's left alone. That's with- a thing that to heighten yes. the situation. So now it's alone. Is right. the boat and himself Whatever problems, they have to work it out. Mm-hmm. He has to work it out. And his solution to the problem... Is to chop... <laughs> to slowly start chopping the boat. Uh-huh. For warmth. And burning it. And burning the to boat. To keep himself alive. Yeah, because it's very cold. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's, what, that's the tension part of the song. <laughs> yeah that is when things get uh, really what's going to happen, you know? And uh, he's crying. Mm -hmm. He's very sad because his dream he had about this boat and his, and this journey is not coming to fruition. He had a lot of, of like uh, great things planned. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of wonderful dreams, a lot of uh, wonderful objectives to maybe accomplish. And when that doesn't come, through he he has a breakdown yeah and it's very painful for him you know do we know if he survives he survives Hmm. spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) but the boat dies well it's not alive I guess but thank you very much
0: (laughs) (laughs) well Juan I feel like we really know you romantically inside and out now (laughs) thank you very much and uh thank you
7: for revealing that to us it's been a pleasure uh Do you have another song?
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone
0: give it up for one Nicolan. Thank you. And would you guys please give it up? (sighs) We're gonna get the stage rearranged, but please give it up for the best pop punk and emo band in the tri state area, My Dark Little Corner.
8: What's up? It's such a good idea to have us. (laughs) What's up? We're My Dark Little Corner. And I just want to let you know right now, I have to warn you, that this show is not for jocks. This show is not for the cool kids. This show is not for the class president. This show is not for the pretty princesses. This show is not for the nice guys. This show is not for hot people. This show this show is for the weirdos, the zeros, the outcasts, the losers, the nobodies, the has-beens, and the guys who said, I ain't going to take it no more. This is a revolution and I'm out in the streets screaming about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much.
5: Alright, should we play our good song?
8: Yeah. <laughs> This first song um, is, uh, it it is a love song, but um, it's about how much uh, everything sucks, uh, love included, and um, uh, it's actually good. One, two, Mm, tonight, oh yeah. They stain my broken cheeks I'm like a dead black rose In the middle of the night You abandon me On the side of the highway Which highway? The highway of life I wanna take my nails And scratch my face off On a dark black night You fucking curse me I wanna take my skin Give it as a gift Happy Anniversary! My life is the worst life ever. The worst life ever invented. My life is vomit. My life is pain. My life is bloody scars, cooling by the light of the evening moon. I see your face, it shines, and then I scream into the midnight that you never even cared about me. Why are we still broken up? I emailed you twice. One, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah, tonight. Oh, yeah, tonight. Your words are poison The words that make me die The black tattoo of love It seems to cry The memories are shit and blood Mixed into a pie You said you'd stay But you lied My life is the worst life ever The worst life ever invented My life is vomit My life is shit Horrible. You left me, now I'm screaming all alone, and then my dreams come true when you come back. AKA, no, you didn't. That's the end Thank of the song. You. Thank you
5: so much. This is, this is our hand symbol. Do it if we do a good job. Yeah. We, just, we just did a
8: good job right there. That, that, that was our best song, it might go downhill. Yeah. <laughs> We honestly have 20, uh, 20 different songs. It took us about 14 minutes to write all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. This next song is uh, actually kind of about love. And uh, thank you. Hit it, Jay. This song
5: is in 3-4, is in which is intense for us to do. And I still
8: don't know what that means. <laughs> Oh, yeah Tonight Oh, yeah Pull off the covers Put on the mask Of the person you want me to be Good Right, here we go Let's take it from the top I have A.D.D. <laughs> Pull off the covers And put on the mask Of the person you want me to be I gotta I confess I just wanna
2: impress
8: you, Even if it means not being me I see you hate punk music But that's what I normally do But I'm so devoted that I went and wrote A stupid, stupid, dumb, lame, lame, boring, idiot idiot Love song for for you, you Baby Tonight I'm so in love got a crush on your body but also a crush on your brain every time i see you i know i'm in love i got problems but that's not why i'm insane slowly we sneak to the bathroom and we kiss till our lips become blue it's nasty and crazy, but I know I'm lazy. But stupid, dumb, lame, boring, idiot. Love song for you. Yeah. Boom, boom, sh, boom, 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 boom. boom, boom. Amazing grace, I see your face, plastered on the sidewalk, and now I know that it's true. Amazing moves, and now I see you. I know that it must be someday, some way. I gotta find you in the back place that I knew that I'd never see you, and know that you're real. I normal But I'm so devoted that I went and Stupid, dumbly boring idiot love song for you Piss up a rope! <laughs>
5: All right. Good work there, Kyle. Thanks,
8: man. Way, way, way to know how to play uh, guitar a different yeah. way, ways. Oh, man. All right, that's the end of our song. I mean, that's the end of our show, and here's the encore. <laughs> All
5: right, this is, uh, this is one of our... Uh... This is our most popular. This is
2: our song. this is our
8: hit, and I, I keep emailing uh, I keep emailing this to Nardwar. He doesn't want to talk to me.
2: <laughs>
8: <laughs> Dude, Adam Adam Carolla liked our Instagram. Adam he did liked like us on Instagram. <laughs> so we are pursuing that channel as hard. Very as we aggressively, can. Very, very aggressively. Very aggressively pursuing that channel. Yeah.
2: All right.
8: Yeah. This song, uh, this song is actually extremely important to me. It's about how much I hate my stepdad. But we're gonna take this uh, stripped down, uh, stripped down version. Um, right. One, two, a one, two. I don't care. Oh yeah, tonight. Oh yeah. There's a girl I know doesn't care for me. Got a broken heart, got a broken knee, Cause I was skateboarding. in then I fell? Yeah. Really sucks. But I never wear a helmet. Cause I don't care about anything. I do things cause they're bad. And I don't listen to anyone. And I really hate my stepdad. No, 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 no. I break the rules. Society. I hate my school. Cops. Fuck them. Homework. Lonely. And I'm gonna get a tattoo of a knife with barbed wire around it. Bum 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 Bring it round again And I won't feel it like boom, but climb me one time to me one time one. Boom, but climb me I say it like this going boom. Hey, yo This is a phone call I recently made to my ex-girl It went a little something like this Hey Cheyenne It's me Kyle Just wanted to let you know I'm getting the hell out of this suburban hellhole, And I'm going to the first place I know Hollywood, USA and I will be in the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie at, <laughs> as a dirty old pirate. And I'm going to scream. And I'm going to scream. But it doesn't matter because i got to leave, babe. And you'll never see my face again. I'm leaving. Goodbye forever. Because I don't care about anything. I do things because they're bad. And I don't listen to anyone. And I really hate my stepdad. I don't care about anything. Na, 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 na. I don't care about anything. I really don't. I don't care about anything. I hate my stepdad. I don't care about anything. Oh yeah. Get bent, your bag of bones. This is our generation. Hyah! Yeah. Holy crap, that
0: show was so much fun and so very sensual. If you want to keep up with all of our guests, might we suggest following them on Twitter? Their handles are at Branson Reese, at Pop Rocks and Cola, at Katie Brodnick, at J Nicolon, and at Mallstones. You'll figure out who's who.
1: Oh, and you want to learn all about My Dark Little Corner, the sickest bunch of freaks on the punk scene? Well, then visit MyDarkLittleCorner.com and check out their monthly live show at Magnet Theater in NYC. Oh,
0: baby, what a night. We went on five rapid-fire dates on Valentine's Day, and we're alive to talk about it. What a wonderful bunch of
1: humans to have on the show. I fell in love with all of them. I also legitimately loved My Dark Little Corner. Holy crap, those guys are funny. I'll definitely be checking out their Stepdad EP and getting a tattoo of a knife with a barbed wire around it. And now,
0: it's time for bed, folks. Remember to subscribe and review, just like a lover should. And until next time, hit repeat. Evan,
1: take your shirt off. Repeater is hosted by Evan Forbarden and Patrick Cartelli at QED in Astoria, Queens. A place to show and tell. Find out more at qedastoria.com. Our show is supported in part by Hi-Fi Records and Cafe in Astoria. Visit them from wherever you are at Hi-Fi-Records.com. Editing by Stephen Garvey, theme music by the Sun Lions. Everything else by Love Nest Productions.
6: Welcome to Repeater.